0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Brief Answers to the Big Questions. When we looked up at the stars and pondered the mysteries of the universe as children, we were both curious and puzzled, does God exist? Are there aliens in space? Can humans live on other planets? These questions have fascinated us forever. In the book Brief Answers to the Big Questions, Hawking answers these questions for us from the perspective of a scientist based on his study of theoretical physics. For us, this book is not merely a popular science book, but also one that inspires us to think about ourselves. Through this book, Hawking not only passes on some theoretical physics knowledge to us, but also shares his thoughts on the destiny of humankind from the aspects of humanities education and so on many of us may already know the author stephen hawking he was one of the greatest physicists of modern times he was appointed the lucasian professor of mathematics at the university of cambridge one of the most prestigious academic posts in the history of science formerly held by isaac newton and paul dirac he authored many books including a brief history of time and the universe in a nutshell which we have touched upon in previous bookies. In the 1970s, together with another scientist Roger Penrose, he developed the singularity theorems. He won the 1988 Wolf Prize in physics because of this work. In the 1980s, he and his colleague presented the no-boundary proposal in quantum cosmology, which solved the first-cause problem that had baffled scientists for centuries. In this bookie, we will unlock the essentials of the book in three parts. Part 1, Exploring the Origin, Is There a God? Part 2, Reflecting on the Present Moment, Will We Survive on Earth? Part 3, Looking Forward, How Do We Shape the Future? Angels, Demons, and Gods appear in many of the books and movies we have read and watched. Many of you may have asked the following questions, How did the universe come into being? And where do we humans come from? In the early days of human history, the answers to these questions predominantly came from religious mythology due to a lack of scientific knowledge and technology. It was explained in legends and stories that God created the entire world and humankind. However, with the gradual development of technology, science has provided more convincing answers to these big questions. For example, around 300 BCE, an astronomer named Aristarchus carefully studied the universe. He drew diagrams that showed the true relationship between the sun, the earth, and the moon. He argued that gods did not cause lunar eclipses. Rather, it occurred when the moon moves into the earth's shadow where the sunlight is blocked. Since then, people's blind adherence to religious myths has been corrected by scientific discoveries one after another. In the 21st century, the scientific community has widely accepted that the origin of the universe can be explained by the Big Bang theory. It states that about 13.8 billion years ago, the universe was formed by the explosion of a singularity. The singularity was infinitely dense, infinitely small, and infinitely hot with infinite curvature of spacetime. After the Big Bang, the universe continued to expand until this moment. As a science giant, Stephen Hawking gave his direct answers to the earlier questions. He says, It's my view that the simplest explanation is that there is no God. Why is Hawking so sure that God does not exist and that the universe did not originate in a divine creation? Let's take a look at how Hawking explains this from a scientific perspective. There are three main components in the universe, matter, energy, and space. Matter is the stuff that has mass. It is all around us. It can be as small as dust or as big as a massive spiral of stars. It is countless. Energy is something easy to understand, and we encounter it every day. For example, sunlight is the energy produced by a star 93 million miles away. The last component space is the place and area that stretches in all directions. It is big enough to make you feel dizzy. Of course, mass and energy are interchangeable, so they're actually the same, just like two sides of the same coin. So, where do energy and space come from? Were they created by God? Of course not. Scientists have found the answer after decades of research, they were born spontaneously during the Big Bang. Perhaps someone would debate this point. If there was no God, How could the Big Bang have suddenly produced the energy and space that didn't exist before? Did they come out of nothing? The answer may surprise you. This whole vast universe of space and energy could really come out of nothing. Its secret lies in one of the strangest facts about our universe. The laws of physics require the existence of something called negative energy. Hawking offers a simple analogy to help us better understand this weird but crucial concept. Specifically, if we want to make a hill on flat land, we have to dig a hole in the ground and use the soil to make the hill. This hill represents positive energy, and this hole represents negative energy. The same principle is true for the universe. Simply put, the Big Bang produced a lot of positive energy and an equal amount of negative energy. In this way, the positive and the negative add up to exactly zero. So, it's all perfectly balanced. This is the principle behind what happened at the beginning of the universe. You may now have a follow-up question. Positive energy is tangible, but where is negative energy? Hawking tells us that this negative energy is actually spread throughout space, and space itself is a vast store of negative energy. Why does he say that? Remember that hill analogy. In the universe, there are stars floating with positive energy and there are also invisible holes full of negative energy. We all know that the positive and the negative add up to zero. Similarly, the negative energy of all kinds that spreads through space and the positive energy that exists in countless planets also add up to zero. In other words, the universe itself adds up to nothing. That's why Hawking says, the universe is the ultimate free lunch, and we don't need a god to create it however, none of us would be satisfied if the explanation stops short here. Perhaps we can ask further, how did the accident happen that gave birth to the universe? Could it have been that God quietly lit a fuse behind the scene and ignited the Big Bang? Our everyday experience makes us think that everything that happens must be caused by something that occurred earlier in time. It would not suddenly take place. For example, when we want coffee, We don't expect that a cup of coffee magically appears out of nowhere. We must get coffee first. Then we get some water, milk, sugar and so on, pour everything into a cup, and stir it well. And then we drink it. Another example. What makes a river? Maybe it was the rain that had fallen from the sky. But what caused the rain? It could be the sun. It shone down on the ocean, evaporating the water and generating clouds. And where does the sun come from? It's caused by fusion between hydrogen and helium atoms. However, such reasoning based on our daily life experience does not explain the origin of the universe. The reason is that at the beginning of the Big Bang, the universe was tiny even smaller than a proton. Therefore, the universe was a microscopic world, and we need to use quantum mechanics to explain it. Quantum mechanics allows the existence of some magic that creates something out of nothing in the microscopic world. What does it mean? It means that for a very short period, a particle such as a proton may randomly appear somewhere. It sticks around for a while, disappears again, and then reappears somewhere else. It behaves as if it has been enchanted. Simply speaking, it can show up out of nowhere and without any signs. What does this have to do with the Big Bang? That's exactly the key point we are trying to make here. We just said that the universe was smaller than a proton before the Big Bang. That means the universe behaved just like a proton. Its appearance did not require any assistance. Nor did it consume any energy. Therefore, it is entirely possible that nothing caused the Big Bang. Still, it suddenly led to the birth of the universe. If the Big Bang can happen out of thin air, what else do we need God for? Since the universe may come into existence entirely due to a random accidental change, God's existence becomes unnecessary. The universe might still exist even without God. So far, we've got two reasons why the creation of the universe has nothing to do with God, but that's not the end of the story. One very important event happened along with the Big Bang that gave birth to the universe. What was that? It was that time itself began. In other words, time didn't exist before the Big Bang. This may sound strange to you, yet to understand this perplexing idea, we have to say a few words about black holes. A black hole is a massive object that collapses onto itself. According to Newton's law of universal gravitation, the greater the mass, the greater the gravity. The mass of a black hole is so great that it generates a very powerful gravitational pull towards itself. It is essentially a hole that allows entry but not exit. Even light, the fastest thing in the universe, cannot escape. Its interior is completely dark because it bends and takes up all the incoming light. A black hole not only bends light but also distorts time. If we put a clock next to a black hole, we find that the clock starts to go slower and slower as the clock gets closer and closer to the black hole. Time itself begins to slow down. Of course, we are assuming that the clock can always withstand extreme gravity. When the clock is completely inside the black hole, it will come to a complete stop. Not because the clock is broken, but because inside a black hole time itself doesn't exist. Now, let's go back to the moment right before the Big Bang. The universe at that time was in effect an infinitesimally small and dense singularity. What does that mean? That means time did not exist before the Big Bang as you must have guessed. Since time did not exist, God did not exist either. This is because there is no time for a creator to have existed in. Therefore, from a scientific perspective, we realize the notion that God created the universe makes no sense. When there was no time before the universe, how could there be time for God to create the universe? That's why Hawking thinks the simplest explanation is that there is no God, and no one created the universe. The universe came into being spontaneously from nothing. That brings us to the end of part 1. Let's recap our discussion. First, the mass of the universe adds up to zero, and we don't need a God to create it. Second, in a microscopic world, particles can appear randomly, and we don't need God to trigger the Big Bang. Finally, time didn't exist prior to the Big Bang that created the universe, so God should have not existed either. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.